Hello and welcome to My Favorite Movie Is, a podcast all about celebrating our favorite movies through fresh, positive perspectives from passionate movie lovers. I'm your host and fellow movie lover, Larry Freed, and you are listening to The Bonus Round, a fun spin-off segment from our main show in which we ask our guest a series of fun, sometimes silly questions to gain even more insights into their all-time favorite movie, and why they love it. Questions like, what movie would you pair it with to make a double feature? Or which character from this movie would you most like to get dinner with? Or in the Monopoly edition of your movie, which are the six playable tokens? You know, the important stuff. Returning listeners may recognize the bonus round as it was originally titled the MFMI Lightning Round. It used to be a part of every episode. However, for the new season, we've decided, why don't we just upload it separately and give it its own special place on the feed? That way we can ask more questions, gain more insight, have more banter, just all of the things you already love about the segment, just more of it. Today's guest is screenwriter and host of the YouTube video essay series Franchise Forum, Sean Capdeville, and his movie of choice is Casablanca, the seminal 1940s war romance that remains an all-time classic. If you haven't listened to our initial conversation on the film, which, by the way, will give you brand new insights into Casablanca that you haven't heard anywhere else, we recommend you listen to that first before diving into the bonus round. You can find it on our show page, or you can go to our website, mfmipodcast.com slash Casablanca. In the meantime, Sean and I had just so many laughs during this segment, so I really hope you enjoy it. Here is the first ever official My Favorite Movie Is bonus round. Let's get started. First question. Uh, what character from this film would you most like to get dinner with and why? Um, Louis. Louis ah, Renault, Louis. Ca- the Prefect, Prefect of, Police. of Police. Oh, scumbag. Total scumbag. But it'd be a really fun dinner. <laughs> so I'd have a few champagne cocktails and it'd, I think it'd be a joyful time, although I, I do not approve of anything he does. Louis the best character. I, I hate him, but also he's wonderful. And he has an arc too, so he's fine now. He's good. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You would probably end up having to pay for that meal last minute because he's only a poor corrupt official. Oh, but he'll just tear up um, the bill. Uh, <laughs> very convenient. I appreciate your reference, but obviously I'm going to have one to counter. Yeah, of course. You come at the king? You come at the king? You best not miss. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I regret having you here. Um, If you had to redo one scene from this film, which would it be and why? <laughs> so we i already know I like, the answer to this by the way this is why i'm asking yeah it's more just the line so there's a lot of value in how they film the rick ilsa flashback scenes um i kind of like the cheesiness it creates this rose-colored glasses effect where it doesn't feel like the rest of the movie in a good way like it was clearly not this idyllic and she's laughing as you throw popcorn in a mime a striped shirt frenchman walks by that's not real rick that's so fake but the one place that it peaks is when they're at the balcony and there's the army approaching the city and Ilsa hears the boom and she says, Is that cannon fire? Or is it my heart pounding? It's the only bad line in the entire film. So I would redo that scene just to cut that line. I thought you were going to talk about the death, the cheesy death in the beginning. Oh, I can also talk about that. Yeah, that guy was a terrible actor at being dead. Yeah, that's like, it's so <laughs> awkward that that's how the film starts. Because you're like, hey, this is my favorite movie. It's a classic, it's a masterpiece. Let's, let's, let's watch it. And then this guy just does the worst death I've ever seen on film. And you're like, I promise it's good. I promise. It's in the first like three minutes. <laughs> to be fair, I would hope most of us would be bad actors at 
dying. So give the uh, man a little know, bit. A dream, a dream of mine is to be killed off as an extra on a TV show, preferably Game of Thrones. So I would like, I'd like to think I'd be good at it. I practiced like, uh, I'd be better. I'd be better. Well, uh, we'll see in the moment. Talk to me after it happens and see if you make it through. Okay, George, you got to you got to get me there now. You got to prove Larry wrong. <laughs> um, if you were able to get one frame of this film printed, framed, and hung up in your home, which would it be, and why? Yeah, no, I had a few options. I had a few options, certainly. Um, I like like the Rick Louie shot at the end when they're walking off the airfield. Classic, beautiful friendship. Perfect. Um, the, the, the like movie poster has value, just Rick Ilsa face to face, you know. But the problem is that my favorite shots are moving. My favorite shots wouldn't be just one frame. You would need the whole, like a GIF. If I can frame a GIF. Well, I asked you if you were able to get one frame of the f- film printed fine um i think the shot of rick's cafe the sign of rick's cafe with the plane landing at the beginning is just really good and Mm. so i think that would actually i was actually thinking you know i should do that it's a really nice like frame and it's just put that up somewhere so that would be my choice it just invokes the setting you don't need the actors or anything in it it's just like oh yes rick's cafe because 90 percent of the movie is in that cafe so it certainly embodies the film and the plane is of course the conflict of the film. It's getting on the plane and leaving. So it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. Do you own any memorabilia or merchandise based on this film? Yes, I did not grab it. Should I go grab it? I think you might want to for this. Once we started recording, I realized that, by the way, but I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead and ask me again. Do you own any Casablanca uh, memorabilia or merchandise? Obviously. I'm so glad it's show and tell. Uh, my most recent, <laughs> my dad got me for Christmas just a little bit ago. Document Services by Signor Ugarte. Ah, Love amazing. it. Amazing. Honestly, Peter Laurie might be one of my favorite parts of this movie. Um, I love Peter Laurie in general. He's one of my favorite classic film actors, and he is so thin in this movie. It's crazy. <laughs> you watch him in M, yep. and then you watch him in this, and it's like two completely different people. I've also been meaning to check out his film he did with Hitchcock, The Man Who Knew Too Much. Great um, film. Great film. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that out soon. Might be my favorite Hitchcock, actually. Wow, that's big. Yeah, no, I, I'd highly recommend it. It's been a bit since I've seen it, but that like left an impression, that movie. Yeah. I can still sing Que Sera Sera. It's in the climax of the movie. It's so good. Oh, yeah, he and he's just fantastic. And Ugarte as a character, I think, is probably the easiest character to forget, but I think he's as essential as any of the any of the others. Oh, I don't know. He's... he's Poor devils. He's very, he's very memorable. He's so weaselly. He's great. <laughs> um, is there a book or Bro, art- I wasn't even halfway done. I wasn't oh, even you still halfway have done mo- with Oh, my sorry. Show. We only talked about the mug. Go on. <laughs> I also have uh, a music box, which I need to buy a nice actual box for because I got the music part. But it's uh, as time goes by. That's adorable. Adorable. We it's love be- it. It's beautiful. It was a bit rushed, but yes, it was very nice. Well, so that's because I was behind it. I'm, I'm, yeah. no, I'm no musician. Sorry. You're no Sam. And You're then, no of course, Sam. <laughs> uh, Sam is no piano player either. Watch his hands. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's not playing the piano. Yeah. Wasn't Dooley Wilson like a brass player or something? Yeah. No, he's a talented musician. He was a talented musician singer, just not on the piano. Yeah. So he that's was just very dun, funny. Dun, 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 dun. I can play as well as Sam, apparently. 
Hey guys, just a quick correction for this episode. Uh, I said earlier that I thought Dooley Wilson was a brass player. Uh, he was not. He was a drummer uh, and an incredibly talented one at that. So I just wanted to make sure I got that correction in there. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Let's jump back into it. Um, and then, of course, since it's like that's the strength of the film, I do have uh, a copy of the script. Amazing. That uh, I also got as a gift, which is a photocopied from the script used while filming. So it's like, it's a photocopy of a genuine. <laughs> that's as close as I can get. Oh, so an NFT. Uh, so that's really, oh, don't even, don't even. <laughs> no, bad. I'm sorry, I had to. That was too easy. Laszlo trying to get a, an <laughs> NFT of the letters of transit. <laughs> sorry, can you mint this? <laughs> letters of transit minted by General de Gaulle <laughs> cannot be funged funged I don't even know what NF I don't know what that term means the, uh, the honored the honored dead were just actually transporting NFTs uh, and oh, that's why they, they died. deserve to be shot <laughs> is there a book or another published work or maybe even it could maybe even be a game or another movie or anything that you think would make for a strong piece of further reading or watching or playing uh, based on your film. If somebody really enjoyed your film and was like, oh, I want to learn more, where would you where would you lead them? Oh, my goodness. For our audio listeners, Sean just left again to grab another piece of memorabilia. No, it's not memorabilia. It's a book. Come on. Uh, so this is the one that I've read that I liked the most, The Making of Casablanca. Bogart Bergman and World War II. So it's just kind of a straightforward, like it goes into the making of it and all that. And so it's just like a great starting point of it goes through basically every aspect you could think of uh, about the making of the film and why, like the play La Marseillaise scene and the extras that's told in here. And so it's just a really good look at the film more in depth than my five minute video went into. So I'd recommend that by Algin Harmetz. I probably said that wrong, but there's the cover. It's, it's a very good read. I should reread it. It's been a few years. Very informative. Very nice. If you could have been a fly on the wall for one day of the entire production process, including pre-production, production, or post-production, which would it have been and why? The first answer that comes to mind is the Play La Marseillaise song, just to be a part of that. But I, have a, I think I have a more interesting answer. And the production was notoriously up in the air of how it was going to end. They did not know the film's ending. They were writing as they went. The story goes that they wrote the end of the film the night before, and they just wow. handed the scripts over and they shot it. Wow. Right. And so what I would like to be a fly on the wall, wall for is that meeting with writers, producers, director, whoever was involved, where they finally, they got it, that the movie clicked into place because it is one of the best film endings of all time. And Incredible, it's wild yeah. that they didn't have it for 90% of them making the movie. And so I'd love to be there when they're like, what if? And they just blurt out my favorite ending. I'd love to see that. Love to see that moment where it all came together and it becomes my favorite movie. Because that was the moment. Because I could be laughing. I can like the movie to that point. But without that ending, without that thematic closure, it's not number one. I would not be here talking to you about it. We'd be talking about Chicago. So. Oh, interesting. That can transition well into the next question. Um, in your personal film festival, alongside Casablanca, what does the day look like? What is the programming for the one-day Sean Capital Film Festival? Well, I would go with my faves. It's all about the seas. It's all about the seas. 
Casablanca, Chicago, Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian, uh, double C, Curse of the Black Pearl, Return of the King. <laughs> you really had to ruin it, didn't you? You really had no, to ruin it. No, I did. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, those would be like my faves. I would just have like a joyful time of of the ones that I want to see and see how many people relate. If I can, if I can recreate the experience of seeing Casablanca in theaters with my other favorites, if I could do a sing-along of Chicago, I'd love that. I'd love that. If you had to have one quote from this movie, I'm making it one. If you had to have one quote from this movie engraved on your tombstone, which would it be? I know you know like every single one of them, but I would love it if you could pick just one, (laughs) please. Jeez. Um... One of my favorite, my potentially favorite line, just because I think it's most clever, is when Rick has the gun at Louie and he says, call the airport. Well, let me hear you call the airport. And remember, this gun is pointed right at your heart. And he says, that is my least vulnerable spot. Maybe you could do some spin on that where it's like on the gravestone. It's like, ooh, I guess that was kind of a vulnerable spot. Womp womp. Dead now. <laughs> you want your family to remember you in that way? Well, it's like, okay, nah, only if I die with well, like I guess a heart was attack vulnerable. or something. If I die with a heart attack, then it's funny. So please do that. I guess that's what I'd pick to just be dark about it. If you were curating a double feature, including Casablanca, which additional film... I'm so excited for this question. Which additional film would you program, and in what order would they be programmed in? Mm. So, I was... I mean, this was asked every episode. I, I've been looking forward to answering this for so long. So, my initial gut reaction is to do another movie from the 40s, just because, and I would do The Third Man. And we've talked about that movie. It's phenomenal. Great film noir. Great film, but I think that's man. a boring choice because it basically boils down to let's watch another black and white movie. So that's not an interesting pick. What I wanted to do is pick a movie that is entirely different, but it keeps one of the strengths of Casablanca. And that carries through. And the strength I went with was that just gold per second, just constant, amazing script, just every line. And the film that has that is Steve Jobs. Wow. What a pick. Right? It's entirely different in every way. But I get the similar vibe of just, holy cow, every time someone opens their mouth, I'm intently like, oh, they're gonna say they're gonna say something good. Let's 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 make sure we're paying attention. Just a lightning script, just impeccable. I mean, if there was one guy to give you that kind of script, it's Aaron freaking Sorkin. Yep, Sorkin has his Sorkinisms. I get a lot of the the complaints about his work, but to say that the man's not talented, insane. Just yeah. no, he absolutely yeah. is. Steve Jobs is an incredible film, an incredible performance by Michael Fassbender, just one of the best character studies I've ever seen. And that script is the reason. It's as insightful into Steve Jobs as Casablanca is to Rick, and it's as built around that character, which is another sign of a great film. That's another Steve great Jobs point. Steve yeah. Jobs is so built around its protagonist that's another thing that Casablanca does well as, as as well. It's all about Rick. It's all about Steve. Also, if you were going to do a Casablanca remake, Michael Fassbender would be the one to play Rick. Interesting. Really? And Marion Cordillard would be Ilsa. Ray Fiennes would be Laszlo. And Louis would have to be Robert Downey Jr. I've given it some thought. See, I feel like... I don't know why, but I feel like Fassbender would be a better Victor and Ray Fiennes would be a better Rick. Interesting. Okay, well, we'll run that by the execs and we'll see We'll see who can convince them. <laughs> the real question yeah, is, who's playing viewer. Ugarte? That's the real question. Who are we getting oh, to play Ugarte? Um, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Oh, that's... Yeah, but he's not... Yeah, but I'd actually like someone who, of another descent to play Ugarte. 
What descent? Any other, any non-American descent. Just somebody with an actual <laughs> accent. I don't know. It'd be cool. He just, he just comes up. He just kind of comes across as slimy and weaselly. <laughs> no offense to Steve. Um, this is, this, I don't know if you can answer this question. In Casablanca Monopoly, what are the playable six tokens? Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so you got to have the letters of transit. <laughs> Well, just like, you know, like a little paper yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like standing yeah. Standing upright. Yeah. Um, you could, yeah, Rick's fedora is obvious. It's just iconic. Um, if you wanted, like, you could have one of the guns, like Rick's pistol or something. I mean, that's fine. Uh, if you wanted, you, oh, Burger's ring. Uh, Burger Norwegian at your service, sir, has the ring that lifts up and has the free French symbol in it. You could yes. do that as a token. If you wanted to go kind of dark with it, you could have like a train just to make fun of Rick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, don't like trains, buddy. You could have the plane. That's kind of an obvious as well, like the plane to get on at the end. Um, There's options, except I realized looking over these questions, Cosmoblock and Monopoly would suck. There are like three locations in the whole movie. (laughs) Rick's Cafe, the airfield, the blue parrot. One of those pieces should be the parrot. The parrot from the blue, the obviously fake parrot from the establishing shot of the blue parrot. Dude, dude I love how, I love how they were like, quick, they're not going to know that it's a blue parrot. And it's like, we have to put the parrot. Let's just hold on it in close up for a few seconds and then pan. Just, oh, Michael. Oh, my. So, so funny. I just love the idea of a kid going, mommy, mommy, I want to be the letters of transit. <laughs> Bro, why can't you let me be the letters of transit this time? Um, you want people to get murdered over you? Didn't think so. I think we're we're almost done with the questions. Uh, last question. Oh, Who is somebody you would like to share this film with yet but haven't? We stumped him. We did it, folks. We can leave. Yeah, no, I did Goodbye. read that and was like, I don't have an answer. He probably won't ask, and yet here I am looking dumb. <laughs> can you give me some direction? Like, what value could I get from it? Because, <laughs> like, do I just want to pitch my remake to someone? Ugh, do I have to? Ugh, do I have to watch this movie with another person? I mean, what what do I get out of that? Can I just get an excuse to have lunch with some celebrity and we happen to, like, Tom Hanks? I'd love to meet Tom Hanks. I'll just have lunch okay, with Tom that's and we'll fine. watch Casablanca. <laughs> you can you can want to share Casablanca with Tom Hanks. I would want to share a lot of movies with Tom Hanks. I'm sure Tom Hanks has seen Casablanca. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Okay, so, does that matter? Do we want? I don't, I, uh, I'm sure you've seen Casablanca a number of times, Sean. Does that stop you from watching it again? No, it doesn't. Hasn't yet. Nope. I mean, do you want a more interesting answer than Tom Hanks? Because that's no good. <laughs> I mean, the Tom and that's Hanks, the end question. I mean, the Tom Hanks oh, that's is such a low note. I mean, the Tom Hanks is funny. It's a funny answer. But okay. like, I was wondering if there was anybody in your life yeah. who you maybe haven't watched the movie with you think might like the movie. Maybe somebody in the future. I mean, I have shown Casablanca to a few friends and it's been a great time. But now all my friends have seen Casablanca. <laughs> you can't get around it. Yeah. So I, there's no one like in my life that hasn't seen it to be honest Uh, fair so it'd be just this theoretical like i don't know i honestly don't have a better answer than tom hanks i'm sorry tom hanks would be a great friend to watch casablanca with i think okay good i'm glad that satisfies you the host (laughs) sean thank you so much for being here it was such a pleasure i talk about casablanca Uh, a pleasure I'll, i'll always literally anyone on the street it didn't even have to be you like it doesn't matter if anyone's like hey do you want to talk casablanca be like absolutely let's go and then then someone will go get away from me you weird boy hey they're asking me in this scenario though i also have gone up to people but like (laughs) do you want to do you want to discuss 
Casablanca a little. I mean, oh my god, I got some free time just at the laundromat waiting for lunch. Being like, so have you seen, so have you seen <laughs> Casablanca? <laughs> mm, so all the gin joints, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> when are we gonna get those letters of transit already? All yeah. right, great, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Let's cut. <laughs> I think that's a good ending. That's like, funny. Yeah. No, it's, it's very funny. As you can see, the bonus round is really just an excuse for me and my guests to just goof off. So I really hope you enjoyed listening to that. Sean and I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, probably too much. So which movie would you pair with Casablanca? Would you get dinner with Louis, the prefect of police? And is that cannon fire or is it my heart pounding? Let us know in the free My Favorite Movie Is Discord server in which Sean, myself, and the rest of our community have been talking about Casablanca nonstop. As a passionate movie lover myself, I know that there is nothing more important than connecting with other passionate movie lovers. And that's why I created the My Favorite Movie Is Discord community. So all of us could meet, talk about movies, and broaden our perspectives and cinematic palettes together. It's completely free to join and you will get access to incredibly fun community events and contests. In April, we all watched Casablanca together in anticipation of us covering the movie on our show. And in March, we did a really fun Oscar ballot competition that really was neck and neck. You can take part in fun events like this every month and more right now by clicking the link in the show notes and signing up for our free Discord community. I'll see you there. On the next episode, we will be discussing the film Hereditary, directed by Ari Aster. If you haven't seen the film before or you want to keep it fresh in your mind, be sure to watch it before the next episode. My Favorite Movie Is is a Larry Freed Presents production. The show is executive produced and hosted by me, Larry Freed. For this episode, our sound recordist was Steven Reyes, and our editor was Fernando Queiroz. Our graphic designer is Monica Sarmiento. Our motion graphics designer is Elton Greenfield. And our theme song, Now and Then, as well as all original music featured in this show, is composed and performed by Matt Gorduke. A special thank you to Sean Captaville for being an amazing guest and for being so generous with his time. And a super special thanks to our amazing patrons, Keith, Tony, Mo, and Sean. You are literally helping to make this show possible. For those of you who are interested in being a patron for My Favorite Movie Is and receiving exclusive benefits for being so, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. My name is Larry Freed, and this has been My Favorite Movie Is. Is.